Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I'm telling you straight, it's my way or the highway. Let's get nuts. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. I'll have what she's having. You have chosen wisely. It reminds us all that once was good. And it could be again. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. Well, this is episode number 236. 236, we are talking UHF this time around. Pull back the curtain for a second. I had never seen this movie before. John, you just need to talk for the entire podcast, man. I mean, I'm, I just I've, I've got a little bit I'm going to talk about, yeah. So, and I, <laughs> but I have. There were several things, like you know, several different bits and pieces that I had seen over the years. Sure. But I didn't always know what movie they came from. Right. So now I had context, and especially you know, Dennis always likes to do the uh, I'm thinking of something orange. <laughs> think something. It's an orange. Now I'm thinking of something blue. So, so I knew that one because, like Bonanza? right? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, Dennis does that one all the time. So, yeah, that uh, I, I definitely knew that one. But um, yeah, there were a few other things from this movie. Conan the Librarian. Oh um, yes. <laughs> Don't you know the Dewey, Dewey Decimal, Decimal System? system. Um, he chops that kid in half for having that <laughs> new book. I know. I love it. <laughs> so. So yes, so uh, we're, we're going to be talking about UHF uh, very, very quickly before we get going too much further. I'm just going to say we are a spoiler podcast. So if we are talking about the movies UHF or if we start to talk about something else, um, we just, we don't really hold back. We just start talking. So if you don't want to be spoiled, maybe uh, we'll give you a very quick one sentence spoiler free review at the beginning here. And then after that, it's fair game. So if you don't want to be spoiled, you're going to have to come back later um, after you've watched the movie. If you have not yet left us a iTunes review, please go ahead and do that. That's a great way to let us know what you're enjoying about the show and for other people to uh, be able to find the show. Because the more reviews we get, the you know more we show up in some of those different search results and things like that. So um, I did want to say real quick, I was looking at the kind of the behind the scenes stuff of our podcast and like how many listens we've had uh, in the course of the last week or two. And even from just like a year ago. We, you know, we've, we've never been, we, we're not a huge podcast. Like we don't have tens of thousands of people subscribing and listening to us every week. Sure. Uh, like some of those massive NPR shows and things like that. Right. Um, we don't even have as many as like the really tiny NPR shows or other medium sized podcasts. Uh, but from about a year ago until now, we have, I, I want to say we've just about tripled the amount of people that are listening over like a one to two week period every time oh. we put an episode out. Oh, well, there you go. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. And I looked and we have, was it the number three location for listeners to our show is now India? Oh. I think it is. All right, number one is the US, number two is uh, the UK, and number three is India. All right. And I want to say number four is either Canada or Germany. All right. U.S., U.K., so, and India. 
So there we go. Well, we better go back and revisit that last or Temple of Doom podcast. Right. Well, yeah, so <laughs> thank you, Donkashin. Namaste. Welcome. Um, we're glad that everybody's here. Uh, I do want to say very, very quickly, I, I, I want to thank my son's social studies teacher for having a project where they needed to pick a country and learn more about its culture. Nice. Uh, which gave us an additional excuse to go to our favorite Indian restaurant. It's exciting. And enjoy the lunch buffet. So Ooh. that was... I love school projects like that. Yes. Especially when I get food. Yes. So. Um, and got to try some things I'd never had before, so they were pretty good. That's that's a good time. It is a good time. Uh, yes, and also visit our website if you have not. If you want to find more about the show, 30podcast.com. And on all the different social medias, we are 30 podcasts. So three zero and the word podcast. Uh, I am joined by the, you've probably already been able to hear the the dulcet tones of Pat Canigallo in the background. Here he is. There he is. Um, real quick, we'll jump on into, I've only got one thing for movie news this time around. Uh, there were... And I, this might have been, this is already, I think, last week that this happened. Um, they announced three cast members, so three of the main cast members for the Ghostbusters movie that's coming in 2020. Oh. So I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Yeah. Um, Jason Reitman, uh, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, okay. who did the original Ghostbusters, he is doing a Ghostbusters sequel that is supposed to take place in the same universe as the original two Ghostbusters right. movies, so kind right. of ignoring the... 2016 one that came out with uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, uh, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones. Yeah, okay. Um, and so this one, this third Ghostbusters movie from the original Ghostbusters universe, uh, apparently is going to follow a younger team of heroes. And there is, I, I don't know if it was a clue but uh, it's a possibility that either these people are related to the original Ghostbusters or they are all part of the same family because um, Jason Reitman tweeted out something uh, just a couple of days ago and it was a picture of three actors and he tweeted the words, meet the family, hashtag GB20. So I don't know if meet the family means that they are, he's just welcoming them to the, the rest of the cast and that's you know, in that sense of family or if they are actually supposed to be related in the movie or I don't know. So uh, the three people are, uh, let's see, Finn Wolfhard, who is from Stranger Things. Okay. Um, he was also in It. Um, he plays, uh, oh, I'm going to blank on his character's name in Stranger Things. It's Mike, kind of the main character. Okay. The one who, you know, who's kind of is uh, falling for 11 yeah. in Stranger Things. Oh, cool. All right. Um, he he literally goes to 11. There it is, man. There it is. I had to say it. Uh, there is an actress named Carrie Coon, who's from a, I believe, I don't know if it's a TV series or a movie called The Leftovers. Okay. I'm not familiar with that one, so I don't know. And then uh, actress McKenna Grace, who plays young Carol Danvers, so the uh, woman who becomes Captain Marvel, in the Captain Marvel movies, okay. there are scenes when she's a little girl, and that is the actress that plays her when she's a little girl. All right. Well, there you go. So so those are the three people that have been listed as the, um, as the cast so far for the Ghostbusters movie. Don't know anything else other than that, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, man. That's cool. Yeah. 
So that's all I got for this time around. I'm sure that as soon as we're done recording, something else big will come out. And uh, I think at the time that this episode gets released, when is this getting released? Let me think, because we we record this a little bit ahead of time. Um, This one's going to be coming out on April 10th, uh, two days from now, or two days from when this episode gets released, I will be going to um, Star Wars Celebration. So I am super excited about that. Yeah, man. It is the, for anybody who does not know, uh, it is the once a year, the annual Star Wars convention. So it's kind of like the the San Diego Comic-Con for just Star Wars. And typically it's been in other countries. It's either been in like, it's either been in California, Florida, California. London, I think it was in Japan one year. So it goes all over the place. And when I was in college, it was in Indianapolis. And I should have gone, like it was that close. And I was like, well, I'm kind of a poor college student, so I'm not sure I can afford the ticket. And yeah, I'm not going to go. So I didn't go to that one. And then missed my chance. So every time that it's come up in the past, I was like, well, I'm not going to California and I'm not going to London. I'm not doing any of that other stuff. And then um, about a year or two ago, it was announced that it was coming to Chicago. Okay. And I said, well, nope, then I'm there. Um, I probably am only going for one day because the tickets are a little expensive. But uh, So I will be going for the one day. And I entered into the lottery to try to get into the, on Friday, they're going to have a panel with J.J. Abrams and some of the other cast uh, members of Episode Nine, and it's possible that that's the first place they'll show the trailer and tell us what the title is. Exciting times, and that's so I coming up really this hope weekend? if I if I win that lottery, then I'll I'll be sitting in that room when they show if they show the trailer that day. Um, I'm hoping to get into that, so we'll just we'll see if it happens. All right, man. But I'm looking forward to it. That yeah. Very cool. Because we do, I mean, my family, we go to the, we go to C2E2 and we do the nerd convention every year, but this is like, this, this is all, it's at McCormick Place in Chicago. It's all Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So it's like Star Wars, it's like Star Wars going to 11. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to say that a lot today. Well, yeah. It's okay. Everything's going to 11 today. Well, it's a Weird Al movie, so I feel like everything has gone to 11 or 12 or. Yeah. 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 So we're keeping it weird. It's fine. It's fine. So, so looking forward to that. I'm sure I will tweet out a bunch of stuff when I'm there, uh, especially if I happen to see or hear things that might be announced there that would not be on the interwebs or Twitters or things like that just yet. So, um, I will do my best to share information as I get it. Yeah. Well, that's all you can do. Should be a lot of fun. And if I can swing it, I'm going to buy my wife a, buy my wife a lightsaber when I go there. That would be the place for it. That's that's the kind of love we have for each other. Mm-hmm. It's lightsabers. So there it is. So yeah, we're gonna since she used to be a librarian, we're trying to work out a uh, a possible costume thing when we go to these deals where I can wear my Jedi costume and she can be the Jedi librarian. And she can just as they did in Attack of the Clones, she can tell people if it's not in our system. It does not exist. <laughs> That's right. So, all right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think in terms of new movie news, I don't really have anything else. So that's going to be it for now. Um, so this week in 89, 
not a whole lot of like big event type stuff that I could find going on this week in 89. So we'll just go through and do the, the top book, top movie and top song sure. stuff. Uh, top book, satanic verses verses by uh, Salman Rushdie. Again, top movie was major league and the top song was the look by Roxette. Okay. So that was our quick little zip through this week in 89. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Are we ready to, are, can you ever truly be ready? To talk about UHF, I, I I have been ready to talk about you. I got to be honest with you. I'm shocked that like I'm one of the few guys that has seen it on the podcast. Okay. Well, I would have been. I, I would have. I would have loved for Dennis to have been here. So if Dennis wants to call in later, or maybe we can you know, catch up with him at some point. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, I think he, I think he would be the uh, the, the big fan of this one. Yeah. Uh, to to be talking about this one, but sure. Uh, we'll try to catch up with him. At some other point, but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, real quick, here's some background info on UHF. Uh, came out on the 21st of July, 1989, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour, 37 minutes, directed by Jay Levy, who also did a bunch of Weird Al music videos. Uh, producers on this one were John W. Hyde, who also produced Flight of the Navigator and The Lost Boys, and Gene Kirkwood, who did Rocky and The Pope of Greenwich Village. Writers on this one were Weird Al and Jay Levy, the director. Uh, Weird Al also wrote for The Weird Al Show, and Levy also wrote uh, Welcome to the Fun Zone. Cinematography done by David Lewis, who also did Pee-wee's Playhouse and a movie called Dangerous Curves. Music by John Duprez, who did A Fish Called Wanda and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The budget for this one was $5 million. The box office was $6.1 million. Rotten Tomatoes Critics gives it a 64%. Rotten Tomatoes Audience a 77%. IMDb gives it a 70%. Letterboxd gives it a 68%. And CinemaScore did not have a score for this one. Starring Weird Al Yankovic as George Newman. He was in the Weird Al show and Halloween 2. Victoria Jackson played Terry Campbell. She was on Saturday Night Live and I Love You to Death. Kevin McCarthy, who died in 2010, played R.J. Fletcher. He was in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, actually the I think the 50s and the 70s version, and he was in Inner Space. Michael Richards was Stanley Spadowski. He was in Seinfeld and Airheads. David Bowe was Bob Steckler. He was in The Cable Guy and The Rock. Stanley Brock, who died in 1991, was Harvey Bilchik. He was in Night of the Comet and Hard to Kill. Anthony Geary played Philo. He was in General Hospital. Trinidad Silva, who died in 1988, uh, was Raul Hernandez. He was in The Jerk and Colors. Getty Watanabe played Cooney. He was in 16 Candles and Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Billy Barty, who died in 2000, was Noodles McIntosh. He was in Masters of the Universe and Willow. Sue Ann Langdon was Esther Bilchick. She was in the Cheyenne Social Club. Fran Drescher was Pamela Finkelstein. She was the nanny, and this is Spinal Tap. Listen, let's get one thing straight. Guns don't kill people. I do. Channel 62 has the lowest ratings in the history of television. What they need is a new station manager. No, not him. Forget it. No way. A man of action. Ah! A man of courage. A man of vision. What's your name? Billy. Billy what? What they get is a man so desperate, he'll put anyone on the air. Hey, Stanley. Yeah, George. How would you like your own TV show? Okay. You get the drink from the fire hose! Okay, you ready? Yeah! Open wide! He's 
Conan, the librarian. Today, we're teaching poodles how to fly. We beat up the networks. George Newman, he starts where the others stop. We're the number one station in town. Ah! Orion Pictures presents Weird Al Yankovic in UHF, the movie. All right, so I will start off by saying I have never seen this movie before until watching it for the show just within the last couple of days. Okay, well, I'm sure you have a plan for the podcast, but, John, you just need to talk about your initial reactions. Well, let me give the the one-sentence, fairly spoiler-free review. Um, It lives up to the namesake of the person who created it. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, what would be your one-sentence spoiler-free review? If you like Weird Al's music, this is that same sense of humor in movie form. Okay. All right, fair enough. So now, from here on out, spoilers. I don't know. <laughs> that might be the best thing I can say, is I don't know. Like, as a, I, mean, you, I think you, you said the right thing when you said, if you like Weird Al's music this is the same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Now, I like Weird Al's music. I've always been a Weird Al fan. But there's not a lot of Weird Al music in this movie. He has the one song, the Beverly Hillbillies song. Right, right. Um, so I think some of the comedy... I think some of the comedy... Some of the reasons that I like Weird Al is because I liked Weird Al as a kid. Got it. And as an adult... I still like Weird Al, but for a different reason. It's almost not, like, it's still funny, but it's almost not as funny as it was when I was a kid. But, I and and Sharon, my wife and I, we've talked about this too, we appreciate what he does with language. Mm -hmm. Like, his ability to create these parodies of songs. Like, that, to me, I I think that's one of the most creative talents you can have, is to be able to take something and turn it into a parody. Mm-hmm. So the, the fact that he can take, you know, songs like, um, you know, Pretty Fly for a White Guy and it's Pretty Fly for a Rabbi or, um, right. you know, the Gangster's Paradise is Amish Paradise and, um, you know, just just beat it or just eat it or, you know, it, all those different things that he can take that and come up with these songs that are hilarious. But also it's just that that same play on language, not that I want to necessarily compare Weird Al to Shakespeare, but just somebody who has a command of the English language that's able to do that kind of stuff. In some ways, it, it does make me think of like some of the things I love about um, the Hamilton musical is just the things that he does in Hamilton with referencing other pieces of music or referencing other pieces of history and just his play on words uh, and, and his use of language, how he he's able to creatively use language artistically in his music. I think Weird Al does that really well. And I think sometimes people just look at Weird Al and think, oh yeah, that's that kind of like kids novelty musician. And I think he's a little bit more than that. Now, this movie, I don't know. Well, I got to first break in. Now, you say you like the Hamilton music. You know Weird Al is pretty big with the whole polka medleys, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard the Hamilton music by Weird Al? 
uh, done to polka. I think I have. Okay, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, Just yeah, saying. it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I've heard that one. I think that's on one of the mixtapes they did. Yeah, the Hamilton mixtapes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so I just in terms of the movie itself, it's and and after I watched it, I looked up some different reviews just to kind of see if if I was the weirdo. Um. But I think I agree with I don't know if it was Ebert or Siskel. Um. Might have been Ebert, who said that this movie is really a series of Weird Al skits. Like yeah. it's, you, you yeah. take a, a two to three minute Weird Al, it's it's a skit show that tries to be a coherent movie, and I'm not sure that the coherent movie part really works. Um, not that it's a bad movie, but it's just, after a while, it's just like, oh, okay, well, there's just, there's one more like crazy show that they came up with. And so it, it, as long as you, as long as that's what you're expecting when you go into this, I think it's totally fine. And I knew this was going to be weird going into it because some of you guys had already talked to me and you were like, oh yeah, this is, it's kind of a weird one. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, cool. I'll go into it with that expectation. I think if somebody would have told me, oh man, this movie is, it's hilarious. It's a great comedy movie. It's a, I think I would have, I mean, knowing that Weird Al is the main character in this movie. Mm-hmm. I already had that expectation set. So I feel like if you watch this movie and you're like, oh, this was, I hated this movie. Well, you shouldn't have watched it then because you should have known. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing about this movie should be a surprise to you. And maybe that's the review I come away with in this movie is nothing about this movie surprised me. Okay, yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that I loved every moment of it. um, But there were plenty of parts that were very, very funny. I love the Conan the Librarian um, you know, all the different spatula, what was it? Spatula world, spatula city, spatula city. Yeah. That part, mostly because the reason that was funny to me, I wish that I had watched this movie weeks ago, right? Because we actually were on the search for a new spatula. <laughs> like our okay, spatula kids. had, our, our spatula had gone down a hero and we needed a new one and we kept looking at different places and we couldn't find one we liked. Either they were too big, they were made of the wrong material. It didn't, it was kind of weird. It was like buying a, a like a, a golf club, like the grip didn't feel right or, or whatever. And we finally found one somewhere and that was our new spatula. So we have one now. But had I watched this movie before, I totally could have reenacted the entire spatula city thing. Yeah. Okay, kids, let's go. Apparently the billboard that they put up for the movie, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. they just left it. And I guess people would drive by. Yeah. I think this was uh, filmed mostly in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. And people would drive by and they're like, where's spatula city? I I, I want to go. I want to go buy something there. Yeah. And uh, like, no, it doesn't exist. It was part of a movie. Yeah. But... I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Oh boy. So that's, I think, I mean, that, that to me, there's not going to be a whole lot that I'm going to say about this. Like some of the other movies that we've watched where it's been, where we've said, you know, it's, it's a series of moments. It's a series of clips. It's kind of like watching Monty Python. Like there is an overall story that's going on somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, but the overall story, you know, the overall story in this one was not interesting enough to hold my attention if you didn't have these funny little vignettes that were yeah. peppered throughout. Yeah. It's it's very much a vehicle for Weird Al's brand of humor. Right. Right. And I did enjoy, you know, I, 
I did enjoy like the reenactment of the Indiana Jones stuff, or then when he's yeah. Rambo at one point when they're doing the when they're doing the rescue. And... Yeah, when he's walking up and he's like walking up with the bow and arrow and he's standing right in front of the guy. Right. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, that's good. So yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think you summed it up best when you said if you like the Weird Al sense of humor, mm-hmm. you will probably like this movie. Yes. Yes, very much so. So when did you first see this? If you if you've seen this before, did you see this when you were a kid? Yeah. Or did you see this? Yeah, okay. I I mean this came out in eighty nine, so I probably saw this when, you know, back in eighty nine. I don't think I went to the theater. To see it, I think I was at a friend's house because I just remember watching it over and over and over and getting it recorded on a on a VHS and watching it over and over again. I I I can't tell you how many times I've seen this movie because it was probably like, all right, dude, before we go outside, let's just watch this part of UHF or UHF is on. Let's watch these five minutes of. You know, I I remember watching this movie a whole lot and coming back to it, you know, that was one that, oh man, UHF is on. We got to watch this. It, it's, um, yeah. And it's, and it's funny because I, it's not like, it's not like, uh, oh, I I haven't watched it in a long time. I got to watch it again because it was like any time I got a chance to see it, I would watch it. And then when it was like, Man, when did UHF come out? I can't wait to talk about, you know, I can't wait to watch that for the podcast. Oh, it's this year. That's great. So, yeah, I, I saw this as a kid. And, nice. And that probably is going to be just right in line with that whole nostalgia piece. And, I mean, I don't know what I would think watching this only as an adult, you know? Yeah. Um, because I grew up with it. So, I, you know, I, there's that, that, uh, that trigger is uh, flipped or pulled or whatever you do with the trigger, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, that box is checked. So, so yeah, I saw this as a kid and grew up with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it probably would have been different had I, you know, I, I think of the ones that I did grow up watching and it was like the Monty Python movies, mm-hmm. watch those, you know, from a fairly young age, not like, I mean, probably from like age 10 on maybe 11 um you had watched those movies and probably would have been a little bit like how i feel about those movies if i had seen this one when i was younger because i kind of i chalk this up to being really similar to you know i remember when they came out like i I watched the hot shots movies Mm -hmm. um and it's it's very similar sense of humor to like the naked gun movies and airplane and and that kind of stuff. So I think you're, I think if that's your sense of humor, if it's like the Leslie Nielsen sense of humor, the weird owl type stuff, um, you know, some of the, Oh, what are some of the other ones I'm thinking of? Uh, but just movies in that, in that vein Mm -hmm. that if you like those, you're probably going to like this one too. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I think I probably would, have enjoyed that. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but I think I would have enjoyed this movie more if I had seen it as a kid. Yeah. Tammy, when I, I was like, uh, sitting there watching it and I'm like, Tammy, UHF. And she goes, yeah, I've never seen it. It was, Oh, you've never seen it. Are you kidding me? Oh, we got to go back. So we go back to the beginning of the movie and start watching it. And like a couple of minutes, in, she at, just says, at what point did she get up and leave? No, she didn't get it. She hung in oh, there. Okay. 
Uh, but okay. she, she well, I, well, and uh, she hung. She hangs. I gotta, I gotta tell you, man. Tammy hangs. I mean, she can hang in there with. I mean, there's. Uh, well, um, did she watch War of the Roses? I wouldn't. I. Uh, I'm sure she would have. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't choose to subject her to it. Well, as an okay. example, um, I got her to sit down and watch Stranger Things, and okay. so she watched that. But like of her own accord. She came over and watched Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, nice! She's seen more of that than Stranger Things, and I was like, okay. "Tammy, like seriously, what what are you doing?" She goes, "No," and she hung in there. I mean, she, she didn't know. get up. She was disgusted, but she hung in there. Yeah. So I mean, and she looks over even, like even through the morgue scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Through the whole thing, and uh, <laughs> it, well, it all comes out okay in the end. It, it does. Well, the movie I talked about, she watched. She was watching The Dirt. Uh, with me i mean okay. she was she was in the other room like what are you watching and i'm like well it's the thing about molly crew and she goes well you did like that band so i'm just like okay <laughs> um uh no but she like like five minutes into it she just looks over and goes i can see why you enjoyed this movie in junior high <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like it's very much a it's very much a, an 80s junior high movie yeah exactly yeah. i mean that's it, it it just it is what it is. It's very unique. I mean, there's mm-hmm. like Al Weird Al just has a very unique sense of humor, and uh, and I mean like the parodies of uh, Rambo and the mm-hmm. parrot or First Blood, same thing. Uh, Indiana Jones. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah I just <laughs> I mean everything makes me laugh. Like for example, the guy backing out, like. You know how the one guy like ran away when he saw the warnings in the original Indiana Jones, and then right. this one the guy backs out and gets mowed over by a train. By a train, yeah. I'm still <laughs> that still cracks yeah. me up. I don't know. I'm, it's just really funny. And then all the warning signs, like when he's walking right. through the, the thing, like "Do not cross police line," you know, caution, turn back now, and it, that kind of stuff. It just cracked me up. Yeah. So. I, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, this this made me when and when you said junior high, this made me think of when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived in Missouri for one year. It was right after we had moved back from England. Okay, and we had in our uh, shop class, our teacher had Uh-oh. you know you could do the you could do the woodworking stuff, you could do all that, but he also had a little bit of a computer lab upstairs, and there were these really old even at that point they were kind of old computers. Yeah. Um and you could choose, you had these different rotations you could choose from. So either you were downstairs with all the shop class stuff, um, you know, making a, a birdhouse or a, a bridge or something like that that was supposed to hold a certain amount of weight, right. or you were upstairs doing the computer lab stuff and some of that was like a typing um, you know, typing test, and one of the stations they had was a dual tape deck with microphones. Okay. And it was you can create your own radio show. So you you bring in your own cassette tape, and you record your own radio show, and you do whatever you want. Like do the audio book. If you want to do an audio book, you can read something. If you want to make your own uh, radio talk show or whatever, you do that. But you for like two or three weeks, you've got this tape deck. And you've got these microphones and you do what you want as part of this rotation project that you could do. Yeah. And so I had, uh, we were supposed to work in groups of two. We ended up working in a group of three because I had these other guys. I, as a kid, I could do some impersonations better than other kids could. Yeah. So they pulled me in and they're like, we need, we need somebody that can do voices. Can you come in and do voices on our show? Yeah. Sure. 
So we made up this entire like all request uh, radio station where a bunch of weirdos and celebrities would call in and try to request different songs. Okay. And like we had, and of course this is like early to mid nineties. So we had Arnold Schwarzenegger would call in. Michael Jackson would call in. Um, I think at one point Lorena Bobbitt called in, um, you know, it was, it was all kinds of different, like just really weird, weird stuff that we were doing. And it varied. Like if I go back and listen to that now, I have a copy of it somewhere. If I go back and listen to that now, it very much reminds me of the sense of humor of this movie. Okay. Yeah. It's very much that junior high sense of humor. Right. Right. Well, that's definitely what it is. And apparently in our radio show, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big Nine Inch Nails fan. Oh. So I don't, didn't know that, but who knew? that's what he requested. That's what he requested. So Yeah. Who knew? Who yeah. knew? Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have, it's probably kind of tough to narrow it down. Do you have like a favorite scene or a favorite little skit that they do in this movie? I, I don't. I mean, I love yeah. what they do with Raiders is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I remember growing up, I loved the Rambo scene. You know, yeah. it, it was <laughs> it just, I mean, when he's shooting the gun and like suddenly everything is blowing up. I mean, that was that was pretty funny. Um, it, that was that was good. I love the music video, the Beverly Hillbillies. That was pretty cool. That's a great tune anyways. Um yeah. So that was pretty fun, but just all the gags, I, I, it really, the humor worked for me. I mean, the mm-hmm. guys in the, the guys at the karate school. Yeah. Beginner's class. Oh, yeah. Beginner's class. They're so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Stupid. And then the guy comes flying through the window and he's just yelling stupid as he falls down. Oh yeah. yeah. We're going to be doing nice. our TV lineup. We'll have the, uh, uh, Druids on Parade at 10 o'clock. Yeah. At 11 o'clock, we have the Bewitching Hour, or what was it? The something Witching Hour. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was it? The uh, Sun Worshippers Club, or there was something. Oh, Volcanoes wor- Volcano Worshippers. Which I read on a, on a trivia thing, Weird Al in uh, high school, to get into the yearbook, he started yep. a Volcano Worshippers Club. Yep. So... Yeah, actually, here I found a listing of all of the, on their on their programming calendar. Right. Uh, it says here it's on IMDb. It says in addition to the programs shown on Channel sixty two, the station's Friday lineup on the wall board includes these programs: Bestiality Today, Beat <laughs> yeah. the Lone Shark, The Beverly Hillbillies, Buddha Knows Best, Dog Racing from Rio de Janeiro, Druids on Parade, Eye on Toxic Waste, Fun with Dirt, Leave It to Bigfoot, Mister Ed. My Three Mutants, Name That Stain, mm-hmm. News, Rowell's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> Turtles are Which, nature's sucking yeah. cup. <laughs> he sticks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, which apparently they were going to have more scenes with him, but he died halfway through filming this movie. Yeah, that's... Uh, he was, I think he was killed by a drunk driver, I read. Oh, that's really a shame. But he was going to have a bigger part in the movie if, you know, and apparently one of the one of the poodles that was thrown out the window was going to come back and get revenge on him. Um, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. For uh, Stanley, Spadow- uh, Stanley Spadowski's Clubhouse, That's Disgusting, uh, The Flying Pope, The Lice is Right, 
the young and the, the young and the dyslexic. Uh, awesome. Town Talk, Traffic Court, Secrets of the Universe, Underwater Bingo for Teens, uh, The Volcano Worshippers Hour, Wheel of Fish, Wide World of Tractor Pulls, Wonderful World of Phlegm, uh, and You Bet Your Pink Slip. And they have, then shows that were shown but not on the lineup include Bowling for Burgers and Strip Solitaire. Oh, yeah, that's right. Strip Solitaire. <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. Oh, boy, that stuff's good. It's a weird movie. Yeah, and Stanley Spadowski's Clubhouse. When the kid, oh, Jimmy, what was the the kid's name? Jimmy. You get to drink from the fire hose. You found the marble in the oatmeal. Now you get to drink from the fire hose. Yeah, yeah, turn it on, turn it on. And the kid just gets, oh, man. And the kid's just getting blasted (laughs) off the seat. That was classic. And I mean, I know it's just, I know Pete is going to call into our show when they say this, but my gosh, the the guy with the car dealer, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got red cars. We got yellow cars, blue cars. Let me tell you something. You don't come down here. If I don't sell 20 cars the next hour, I'm going to club a baby seal. That's right. I'm going to club a seal to get a deal. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely, it's wrong on so many levels, but oh my goodness, it's funny. But it's fun stuff. Yeah, it's fun stuff. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm not afraid to say. I'm not afraid to say. I know Dennis hey. was a fan as well. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll have to get Dennis to come on sometime and, and talk to us a little bit more about, you know, kind of what he loves about UHF because I, I know he's a big fan. Right. But I, I, I honestly, I think it's, and maybe is every movie this way? It's kind of a take it or leave it. Either the, the humor kind of is going to work for you or it's, it's. I think with comedy movies. Yeah. I think comedy movies, sometimes it's hard to have a middle ground. Yeah. And it's not like there's something in there for everybody. It's really like a... No, you kind of have to be a Weird Al fan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, when um, we were kind of running short on time to be able to watch the movies before, you know, because spring break got busy. Sure. And so I, I, I went to my lovely wife and I said, well, we can either watch the drama... With Daniel Day-Lewis, or we can watch the Weird Al movie. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I enjoy Weird Al, but I don't really want to watch that movie. Oh, well, there you go. So I was like, nope, yep, good choice. Yes. That's definitely one you have to be wanting to watch. Exactly. So. My name is All right, uh, well, before Philo, we... And today, we are going to learn to make plutonium. Plutonium. Out of simple household materials <laughs> oh man which is literally right up a junior high kids mentality because what do they want to build right. something that explodes right so. right yeah it was it was makerspace before there was makerspace exactly all right well before we jump into five questions what rating are you going to give this out of five? Oh, so so five out out of five flying poodles how many flying poodles would you give this movie uh you know like 14 I mean, it's it's got to be something bizarre, though, because if I just say five out of five, that's not enough. And mm-hmm. like, it's it's got to be like, I'm gonna give nine and three quarters. Okay. You know, or something like that. Because, yeah, it it like I said, it's it's it, it's a hundred percent. It's all or nothing, you know, for this okay. movie, and it it worked for me. So, but I can't give the maximum amount of stars because that just 
is too normal. It's got to be something weird. All right. So in when I when I record your score, I'm just going to put a picture of an orange. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. So Pat, how many out of five stars? How many would you give? I'm going to go with D. Thinking of something orange. I'm of something orange. <laughs> Guess Some what orange. it is. It's an orange. <laughs> now I'm thinking of something blue. Something blue. All right. Well, let's jump on into five questions then. He asks each traveler five questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. You've got to ask yourself one question. What are you asking me for? I don't know. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And may God have mercy on your soul. Five questions, if you have not joined us before, is the five questions somewhat sometimes loosely related uh, to the movie that we're talking about, but trying to be related in some way. Right. Uh, So these are our five questions this time around. And number one, favorite Weird Al song? Uh, Yes. Yeah, this is kind of a tough one. It is, man. I mean, there's just so many good ones to choose from. I put The Saga Begins, just because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that song. I buy little yep. Anakin um, The other one I do really like, though, is uh, White and Nerdy. Okay. That's a good one, from yep. uh, Ride and Dirty. Right. Yeah. Uh, I might actually go with that one. That might be one of my favorites. Yeah. But I used to have, like, I used to have a CD. I think my, I don't know if it was my parents bought me one. Might even have been that when we were in high school and, you know, when you're in high school and you're, you've you got a significant other, you, you share, like, your mixtapes and other things oh, yeah. with them. I feel like Sharon gave me a Weird Al uh, tape sure. at some point in high school. And that's why we ended up getting married. Well, hey. So... But yeah, no, I had I had a Weird Al album, and I had a bunch of other stuff growing up as a kid, and it was it was some of the classics. It was like Lasagna and Eat It mm-hmm. and um, uh, Yoda. Yep, yep. Um, Y-O-D-A, Yoda. Yoda. Um, Yo-yo-yo. You know, and all this. I love Rocky Road and all the food songs. Actually, I think that was. I think it was called the Food Album. Cool. It was all the different food songs. Yeah, I I had too many Weird Al albums to to count, but uh, mm-hmm. I dug that. And then uh, and actually, he had a cameo in this. But uh, you remember Doctor Demento? Oh yeah. Did you ever listen to the Doctor Demento Radio Hour? Didn't listen to that, but we had a Christmas CD that had a bunch of Doctor Demento stuff kind of uh, added in throughout. Okay. We had this really weird Christmas CD that my dad loved, and it was a bunch of songs like. Uh, Yakov Smirnoff and Cheech and Chong okay. and Dr. Demento. It was this really weird Christmas CD, and he absolutely loved this thing. Um, but yeah, there was a, a Weird Al song. I think it was um, Christmas at Ground Zero uh, okay. about a nuclear bomb going off at Christmas time. Yeah, so yeah, so we had some Dr. Demento on there. Huh. So yeah, I just remember checking out all that stuff. I, I can't pick a favorite Weird Al Tune. Okay. Yeah. They're all they're all good. Yeah. I might go I might go white and nerdy. That one's pretty right. good. Have well, you heard that one? I I have, but not recently. Okay. So I'll have okay. to check that out. The lyrics to that one are a lot of fun. Okay, I'll check that out. And I guess yeah. you know what I'd have to go with if I gotta narrow it down, any one of his uh great polka medleys. 
which I'm, okay. he started doing, mm-hmm. I think, on his later albums. And he'd take all the, the top 40 songs from the year or the month yeah. or the and he would put them into a polka and yep. make a medley out of them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that stuff. Like a Surgeon is a good one. Like a Surgeon. Like the like a virgin mm-hmm. Madonna song. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, we're not gonna be able to narrow it down, but no. Uh, not, number two, yeah. if you were in charge of a TV station, uh, what show would you air, or what canceled show would you bring back? Uh, so if you had to to quote uh, the brother from ET, if you had absolute power, what would you? I would what would you show on your station? I would like all over or just like uh just one show. A team. A team? Yeah. All the time? Yeah. Okay. I mean I could add other stuff in, but if I had to pick one show, it'd be A team. Okay. All right. I would pick Quantum Leap. Yeah. I would either do Quantum Leap or I would have a if I had to come up with something that was new, I'd do like a Quantum Leap remake or reboot or whatever you want to call right. it. Right. Um but I would do Quantum Leap. Yeah, you know what? we've had a we've had a bunch of shows over the years that we've kind of gotten into and we've really enjoyed, and then they got canceled after the first season. Yeah. So there's I I could think of a bunch of them. The Human Target TV show. Did you ever watch that one? No. Oh, it was so good. Human Target's a, a DC Comics character. Okay. He's kind of like a almost like a not really even like a mercenary. He doesn't really ever kill anybody. Um, his in the comics, his, his name is Christopher Chance. Okay. And in the comics, he actually takes on the persona of the person he's supposed to protect. So okay. he learns as much as he can about... So if he's... Let's say he's supposed to protect the CEO of a company. Like that person's received death threats. And so Christopher Chance is supposed to protect him. He will learn as much about the CEO as he can. And then he will actually become that CEO. He'll do up his makeup to look like him. He'll talk like him. He'll do all this other stuff. And so then that's supposed to then out the person who's going to try to, you know, kill him so that then he can take him down. Got it. TV show was a little bit different. TV show is he's almost just like a bodyguard who um, inserts himself into that person's life in some way and and keeps an eye on them, but a little bit from a distance and uh, and ultimately draws out and and stops the people who are trying to do bad things. It was a really good show. It went for two seasons on Fox. Okay. I think I might have the first first or second season on DVD or Blu-ray, so I can let you borrow it if you want. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun show. It was a fun show. Cool. Well, see, I think, I mean, there's all sorts of shows that I've caught little clips of that, oh, I'd like to watch the whole thing. But honestly, I think it would just, my channel would end up looking at, uh, you remember uh, MeTV or Nickelodeon, oh, yeah. Nick at Night before that? When uh, Nick at Night used to be good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and um, well, we cut the cable, so I, I don't know. Right. What's but just back in the day when it was all the old shows. Yeah. And uh that's my lineup would end up looking like that. So Yeah, man. Green Ac- Green Acres, Mr. Ed. Green Acres, Mr. Ed. Oh, no, you know what? I probably well, if it wasn't Quantum Leap, get smart. I love oh, that show. Oh, get smart. I used to watch it all the time. That's right. Now, and I'm going to say As a, as a kid, I used to walk around talking into my shoe. Oh, yeah. Get smart was and now was was Mel Brooks on that, or was he involved? Uh, he might have been one of the writers for it. Yeah, because I, I was just, and I want to say that um, 
I was watching the Seinfeld comedians in cars getting coffee mm-hmm. with Carl Reiner, and they invite if if you can find that one episode, that one where Jerry goes and hangs out with Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks. Yes, I've seen that one. Yeah. Don't they order like pizza together or something? Oh yeah, they they order food and they just talk, and it was very yeah. much just he just sat there and listened. It was like a Mel Brooks live screening movie. He talks type yep. of thing. But Mel they, Brooks is one of the Mel Brooks is one of the creators of Get Smart. Okay, and he talks about that guy the, some auditioning someone that he let him write an episode or direct an episode of Get Smart, and then mm-hmm. based on that, he like he the guy you know proved himself on Get Smart, so he let him write part of Young Frankenstein or something. It was some crazy story. Okay. Um, how about this? Anyways, point is, yeah, Mel Brooks was involved with that show. Yeah. So, yeah, I might do that one because I remember watching that one a lot as when we'd watch, you know, the reruns would be on all the time. There was like a, a stretch of time, I feel like in the afternoon where they would do uh, Green Acres, Mr. Ed, Get mm-hmm. Smart, Gilligan's Island, all that kind of stuff. But Get Smart, if I was going to pick one, oh, yeah. it'd either be Quantum Leap or Get Smart. Yeah, just that'd be part of part of my lineup. Well, and that's what I'm doing, man. Now, I mean, that's where like I'm rewatching Cheers. And next, mm-hmm. I think I might do Taxi. And next time I go back and do, yeah, Andy Griffith show, any of those, you know, just, it was just a different style of TV. I'll just leave it at that. So, Have you ever been to, there's a restaurant in downtown Chicago called uh, Safe House? Yes. Have you ever been there? Well, I've been to the one in Milwaukee. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They have a get smart cone of silence around one of their tables. Ah, that's awesome. Where you could you could sit at the table, it's like a circular booth. Yeah. And they'll lower they'll lower the cone of silence while you're eating if you want. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we went there for my sister's birthday. She loves spy stuff, so we went there for her birthday um last year, I think it was. That's awesome. Did Had you a lot of fun? Did you make it in the door or did you have to do a dance? We had to do a dance. Yeah. You know, we didn't we didn't know the code. I knew the code, but still had to do a dance because my sister oh, okay. set me up. We probably would have opted to just to do the dance anyway. Yeah. Because that's how our family rolls. All right, question number three. <sighs> Think of something blue. Okay. You got it? I got it. What do you got? Motorcycle. Motorcycle. What kind of motorcycle? It was a Yamaha. Or okay. blue Yamaha goes together. Or I was thinking about blue wheels on a red motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Blue. Um, well, the actually, the funny thing is, I'm staring right at the microphone in front of me. It's blue. It's well, it's it's not blue, but it's the blue Yeti microphone. That's the name of the brand. <sighs> there it is. So I'm thinking of something blue right now. Uh, I wrote down Obi Wan Kenobi's lightsaber or the TARDIS from Doctor Who. There it is. Any one of those or the microphone sitting in front of me. There it, okay, good. Okay. Number four, what's a weird food creation that you love? Or, if you don't have a weird food creation that you love, would you eat a Twinkie Wiener sandwich? A weird food creation. Okay, I, mis- I misprepared for this question. I thought it was, what is the weirdest food thing you've heard of on TV? I no well I I switched up the question and I'm okay that's right it so, was it, originally it was a question about a a weird TV show that you used to watch okay and then I was like well no I can't I can't let the Twinkie Wiener sandwich go right so so we need to capitalize on that so the question is is there a weird food creation that you love like if you were to tell someone oh man one of my favorite things is this and they'd look at you like 
are you from the planet Zarkon? Yeah, I um I will say my wife has one that she that their their family ate and then when it was introduced to me I was like <laughs> no, that's just weird. And now I absolutely love it is oh. a uh, peanut butter and bacon sandwich. Oh. It's really good. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I've got any weird stuff. I I don't. Okay. Sorry, Would man. you eat a Twinkie Wiener sandwich? I, you know what? I, I don't think that's necessarily as... For me, I've got no, like, gag reflex for that. Like, it's not yeah. like, oh, God, are you kidding me? I mean, if, if someone if someone had them sitting out on a plate, would you pick one up and eat it? If you weren't forced to, would you pick one up and eat it? I mean, if I like forced to, like if I'm starving, man, I haven't eaten, and all that's left today is the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. I probably if there would. was if there was a plate of Twinkie Wiener sandwiches sitting out, and morbid curiosity just had you going, huh? Wonder what that tastes like. No, I wouldn't if one was just sitting out. Okay, that would be my that wouldn't be my thing. But okay. if it was like that was the only thing to eat and I was starving, I'd be fine with it. Okay. All right. So I well the funny thing, I'm looking at it, I'm going, I don't think I would eat that. But then I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's a Twinkie and a hot dog yeah. and was it was that che- cheese whiz or was it mustard? I thought it was cheese whiz. I thought it was too. Okay. I am looking at that and I'm going, I think my son would eat that. Yeah. And you know what, to be honest, like ten to sixteen year old me probably would have eaten it too. Yeah, there it is. If somebody if somebody had just gone, hey, Twinkie Wiener sandwich, eat one, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. Once again, the junior high comedy mentality. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, and number five, favorite movie about television. So this was the one I actually had the longest list of things, and I had a hard time narrowing it down. Um, if we're counting this movie, probably this. But if we discount this movie, I'd say Wayne's World. Okay. What about yourself? My list, I had, well, I had Wayne's World on my list. And then I also had The Truman Show. Uh, I, I really like The Truman Show. Yeah. Like I used to show that when we would do... Um, in class when we would read The Giver and, you know, kids, we'd be reading a story about a world in which, you know, things are, things are controlled for the main character and there's really a a different world going on outside of the world that he knows. And we'd use, I would always show the Truman show as kind of a way to get at that idea of, you know, is, is the utopia that you seem to live in really a utopia? Right. Um, that kind of thing. So I, we used to watch that a lot. Pleasantville, um, same thing, same kind of idea. I showed that one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I edited out a few parts, but I showed that one year. Um, yeah, I had Wayne's World, had Truman Show, Pleasantville. I had Tootsie, mm-hmm. uh, because he's in a he's in a TV show and that like a soap opera in that one. Scrooged, um, and Scrooged in some ways is is similar to this movie because you do have those little fake commercials, right? Uh, for like the different different programming that they've got on there. So it's, you've got a little bit of a similarity. Um, and then I also had Anchorman. Yeah. Cause he's on the TV news. But I think if I was to pick out of all of those, I might go Truman show. Okay. I think that might be my favorite out of those, out of those options. Well, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good, good, night. Afternoon, good evening, good night. All right. 
Well, I think that's going to do it for our five questions. I think that's going to do it for our UHF. Uh, do you have anything else, anything that you want to leave the folks with in terms of UHF? Not really. I mean, it's it's just going to end up being like quote fest for me. It right. Yeah, it was it, it was a fun movie. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And if again you like Weird Al, check the movie out. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for this episode. We are on 30podcast.com if you want to go find all of our other episodes. At 30podcast on Twitter or any of the other social medias, we are 30podcast. Um, if you want to call into the voicemail line, voicemail line is 872-356-6843. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Our next episodes coming up are going to be Dead Poets Society, Driving Miss Daisy, and at some point... Um, maybe this next week. I don't know. Uh, we may also do a Shazam, uh, show because we will have, um, we will have seen it by then. So at some point during this month of April, uh, we might be doing a Shazam show. And then I'm not given the order just yet for our May shows because, um, I'm still letting Dennis kind of narrow his down, but May is going to be movies that we missed. So movies from any point in the eighties decade that we did not cover on the show already. We're going to go back and we're going to uh, kind of feature those during the month of May. So, and each each one of us will kind of take a show and and we'll have a movie picked out, a movie or two picked out for that show to talk about. And so we'll we'll get that together pretty soon. I think Dennis might be the only one that I'm still waiting on because he wanted to think about it for a little bit. But uh, that'll be our shows coming up in May. Got so. it. All right. Well, Pat, thank you for being with me here. All right, John. Thanks for doing it. Absolutely. All right. So we will see you back here next time. Uh, Be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies. And we will see you back here next time for Dead Poets Society.